Introduction to Antibiotic Stewardship Principles for the Perioperative Nurse by Jessica Gomez and others. Abstract Since 1942, healthcare personnel have administered antibiotics in the United States to prevent and treat a variety of infections, including surgical side infections. Bacteria can mutate and develop resistance after frequent and repeated antibiotic exposure, thus limiting the antibiotic's effectiveness. Because antibiotic resistance can be passed from one bacterium to another, antibiotics are the only class of medications where use in one patient may negatively affect clinical outcomes in another. Antibiotic stewardship, AS, focuses on appropriate antibiotic selection, dosing, route, and duration of therapy. It seeks to minimize unplanned consequences, such as resistance and toxicity. Although there is a lack of literature on AS specific to perioperative nurses, general nursing practice includes AS activities. For example, assessing patient allergies, adhering to antibiotic administration recommendations. Perioperative nurses should participate in AS activities and use evidence-based strategies to communicate effectively with healthcare team members when advocating for appropriate antibiotic use. Antibiotics have saved millions of lives. Since the discovery of penicillin by Alexander Fleming in 1928, and the initial administration in the United States in 1942. Antibiotics are natural and synthetic substances that inhibit the growth of bacteria. Physicians use antibiotics to treat and prevent bacterial infections. The inhibitory properties of antibiotics have led to their widespread use, including for perioperative surgical prophylaxis. The availability of antibiotics has facilitated performance of complicated and deeply invasive surgeries and treatment of postoperative bacterial infections. Results of a study on antimicrobial treatment of 1,566 patients in 192 hospitals from August 1, 2017 to May 31, 2020 showed that the treatment was unsupported for 876 patients, 55%, 95% confidence interval, CI, equals 54.5% to 58.4%. Additionally, frequent and repeated antibiotic exposure allows bacteria to acquire both intrinsic and extrinsic properties and mutate. As a result, the bacteria become antibiotic-resistant and no longer respond to antibiotics. Because antibiotic resistance can be passed from one bacterium to another, and those bacteria spread from person to person, Antibiotics are the only class of medications where use in one patient may negatively affect clinical outcomes in another. In 2019, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, estimated that there are more than 2.8 million antibiotic-resistant infections that result in more than 35,000 deaths in the United States annually. Using predictive statistical models, researchers estimated that antimicrobial resistance was associated with approximately 5 million deaths worldwide in 2019. Indeed, antimicrobial resistance contributes to billions of additional direct health care costs annually in the United States, and infections with multidrug-resistant organisms, MDROs, may result in hospitalization, surgical interventions, increasing use of diagnostic services, 
and death. Antimicrobial resistance affects not only healthcare, but also industries such as agriculture and veterinary science, making it one of the world's most urgent public health problems. For the perioperative nurse, increasing antibiotic resistance reduces perioperative antibiotic effectiveness for preventing surgical side infections, SSIs, after complex and deeply invasive surgeries needed for organ transplants and trauma. Antibiotic Stewardship Antibiotic Stewardship, AS, is an activity that focuses on the appropriate selection, dosing, route, and duration of antibiotic therapy. It seeks to minimize the unintended consequences of antibiotic use, including toxicity, selection of pathogenic organisms, for example, Clostridioides difficile, Candida, and the emergence of antibiotic resistance. Antibiotic stewardship programs can help personnel avoid unnecessary administration of antibiotics while maintaining positive patient outcomes. As of January 2023, the Joint Commission includes support of an AS program as an element of performance in medication management for hospital accreditation. In 2014, the CDC released the original version of the Core Elements of Hospital Antibiotic Stewardship Programs. The CDC updated it in 2019. The current document outlines elements associated with successful AS programs and recommends engaging nurses in AS efforts, a component that was missing in the earlier document. The CDC lists seven core elements associated with AS programs as follows. 1. Hospital leader commitment. 2. Accountability for program management and outcomes. 3. Pharmacy expertise. For example, involving a pharmacist. 4. Action. For example, prospective audits and feedback for medication preauthorization. 5. Tracking. 6. Reporting. And 7. Education. For the perioperative nurse, there are significant overlaps of established nursing practice responsibilities with AS core elements and interventions, including 1. Ensuring appropriate triage and isolation precautions, that is, accountability, pharmacy expertise, education. 2. Ensuring accurate antibiotic allergy history, that is, accountability, pharmacy expertise, education. And 3. Performing order verification of medication doses and timing, that is, pharmacy expertise, action, tracking. Despite the overlap of nursing functions with AS elements, nurses' familiarity with AS varies. Results of a survey of 159 nurses working at an academic medical center in Virginia showed that 102, 64.2%, were familiar with AS and 31, 19.5%, had participated in formal education activities on the topic. Results of a similar survey of 451 nurses in New York City showed that 163, 36.1%, indicated they were familiar with the concept of AS. Furthermore, some nurses did not perceive themselves as integral to AS efforts because they were not antibiotic prescribers. Therefore, they believed that there would be pushback from physicians on communicating prescribing concerns. These findings are reflected in the lack of peer-reviewed articles focusing on nursing AS interventions 
intended for a nursing audience, including perioperative nurses. For these reasons, the objectives of this article are to educate perioperative nurses on the basic principles of AS and highlight perioperative nursing practices that support AS. Appropriate perioperative antibiotics. When selecting optimal antibiotic therapy, prescribers should consider the clinical syndrome, site of infection, antimicrobial agents that should be effective against the suspected pathogens, pharmacokinetic and pharmacodynamic properties of the antibiotic, seriousness of the infection, and risk of injury or death if the antibiotic is not effective. The CDC recommends compliance with the four rights of antibiotic prescribing. Quote, the right antibiotic, at the right dose, for the right duration, and at the right time. End quote. Using the four rights framework, perioperative antibiotic prescribing has focused on the areas of antibiotic selection and duration of a planned procedure, as well as the timing of antibiotic administration during the perioperative period to minimize SSIs. A review of the literature regarding perioperative antibiotic decision-making and prescribing for every category of surgical procedure is beyond the scope of this article. However, the World Health Organization, the CDC, and professional organizations, for example, American Society of Health System Pharmacists, Infectious Diseases Society of America, Surgical Infection Society, Society for Healthcare Epidemiology of America, have published SSI prevention guidelines that include recommendations on perioperative antibiotics. These guidelines are incorporated into accreditation standards, and healthcare facilities should have facility-specific perioperative antibiotic administration guidelines. Previous reports have shown that compliance with facility clinical practice guidelines may be poor and that lack of compliance with perioperative antibiotic dosing recommendations may lead to negative patient outcomes in the form of SSIs and other toxicities, for example, nephrotoxicity, associated with antibiotic administration. However, compliance with facility perioperative surgical prophylaxis guidelines can be improved with AS awareness. The CDC recognizes that nurses can assist with some AS activities, such as adhering to perioperative antibiotic guidelines, prompting antibiotic reviews, and identifying barriers to compliance. Therefore, perioperative nurses may be able to contribute to AS when they are familiar with their facility's guidelines and confirm the four rights for perioperative antibiotic prescribing. Preventing the Development of Antibiotic Resistance Most antibiotics widely in use today are derived from natural compounds that exist in nature and often are produced by other microorganisms. Quote, Microorganisms have survived for millions of years because of their ability to evolve and adapt to hostile environments. End quote. When individuals overuse or misuse antimicrobials, bacteria can change to the point that the antimicrobial is no longer effective. As a result, multidrug-resistant and pan-drug-resistant superbugs can develop and spread. Overdosing of antibiotics leads to subtherapeutic concentrations, which may act as a selective pressure to promote the development of antibiotic resistance. Infection with antibiotic-resistant organisms is associated with increased morbidity, mortality, and healthcare costs, 
because of its increased virulence, delays of appropriate therapy, and limited and more expensive treatment options that are potentially more toxic than routine treatments. Patients infected or colonized with MDROs may be a source for potential disease outbreaks. For example, frequent use of vancomycin in hospital settings has been associated with high colonization rates and outbreaks of infections with vancomycin-resistant enterococci. Implications for perioperative nurses The lack of peer-reviewed literature and evidence specific to perioperative nurse interventions for AS precludes outlining dedicated perioperative nursing recommendations. The CDC's inclusion of the nursing role in the Core Elements of Hospital Antibiotic Stewardship Programs, 2019, and the American Nurses Association's focus on AS, coupled with the inclusion of elements of performance addressing AS programs as requirements for the Joint Commission accreditation, support perioperative nurse participation in AS programs. Contributions to AS and other specialties, for example, critical care, may be generalized to highlight possible perioperative nursing interventions. The incidence of SSIs associated with MDROs is increasing, and perioperative nurses play a crucial role in supporting AS practices. Specifically, perioperative nurses can monitor adherence to hand hygiene and sterile technique recommendations, disinfect high-touch areas that can harbor microbes, verify that prophylactic antibiotics comply with facility-specific recommendations, and confirm that the post-operative antibiotic schedule includes any antibiotics administered during surgery. Nurse participation in AS initiatives expands the nurse's role as a patient advocate. Results of a study on the effects of an AS education intervention for 44 nurses working in a surgical intensive care unit, ICU, showed that the bedside nurse's knowledge and sense of empowerment significantly increased after the intervention. P is less than 0.01. The education intervention included information on several concepts. For example, danger of antimicrobial resistance, organisms affecting patients in the ICU, activities and roles of ICU nurses, use of care transitions, proper technique for obtaining culture samples. The intervention reinforced interprofessional patient rounding and the role of the nurse in prompting an antimicrobial timeout to discuss the patient's antimicrobial therapy. Because nurses' knowledge and sense of empowerment increased after the intervention, it is likely that perioperative nurses may benefit from a similar intervention. Results of a 2021 systematic review of 26 articles to improve nurse participation in AS initiatives showed that nursing interventions in ICUs, such as recognizing sepsis, using appropriate culturing techniques, reducing delays in antibiotic administration, and identifying the need for dosing adjustments for patients with renal disease, can improve the safety and appropriate use of antimicrobial agents. Furthermore, Nursing interventions can support decreases in the length of IB antimicrobial therapies. These strategies include checking culture results, reminding clinicians of the 48-hour time frame after initiation for potential cessation, and recommending a change from IV to oral dosing when applicable. Although recent literature includes nurse involvement in AS programs, it lacks a specific focus on perioperative nurses. Results of a quality improvement project on AS in an ICU showed 
that the inclusion of critical care nurses in antimicrobial discussions during patient care rounds using a standardized script decreased the use of antimicrobial agents by 20%. 95% CI equals negative 15 to negative 25%. Another study involved a retrospective evaluation of bedside nurse-driven AS and infection prevention rounds held twice a week. In addition to bedside nurses, the interdisciplinary team included an infection disease pharmacist, an infection preventionist, a critical care APN, and a nurse coordinator. After the 12-month program, results showed that nursing engagement in AS rounds significantly reduced antimicrobial use. P equals 0.03. Barriers to nursing engagement in AS programs. Despite all the improvements in nurse participation in AS efforts, many challenges remain. Some barriers to nursing engagement in AS practices and ICUs include heavy workloads, knowledge deficits, perceived systemic hierarchy, perceived pushback from physicians, poor working relationships, and a culture of deference. Communication breakdowns can be associated with barriers to nursing engagement. Strategies to improve communication include checklists, team training, and structured interdisciplinary shift evaluations and documentation. An education intervention on AS can improve nurses' knowledge and empowerment and provide them with the ability to communicate AS-related information to physicians. Perceived hierarchies and professional silos can result in communication failures and possible patient harm. Clarification of professional roles and normalization of AS communication practices may help to facilitate an effective nurse-physician partnership. Nurses may be more willing to initiate the AS prompting, for example, discussions on needed antibiotics, when the prescriber appreciates and values the information. We believe that improving communication among perioperative team members regarding AS issues, such as compliance with facility perioperative antibiotic guidelines, may improve AS practices. Finally, a culture of deference is a barrier to AS communication and often occurs when interprofessional hierarchy is the cultural norm. Strategies that improve clear interdisciplinary communication in the OR, such as SBAR, Situation, Background, Assessment, Recommendation, or Closed-Loop Communication, that is, the sender verifies the correct message was received, may help perioperative nurses overcome a culture of deference and hierarchy. In a high-reliability culture, the frontline expertise of perioperative nurses is crucial in identifying process gaps and developing policies and procedures to improve AS programs targeting perioperative communication. In our experience, understanding the role of perioperative nurses as patient advocates and ensuring that nurses participate in the creation and sustainment of AS programs is vital. Perioperative nurses may benefit from using evidence-based techniques to overcome barriers and enhance communication among healthcare team members during patient care. Some situations that warrant enhanced communication include 1. Recognizing sepsis 2. Assessing an accurate antibiotic allergy history 3. Ensuring adherence to facility-specific perioperative antibiotic guidelines 4. Performing order verification of medication doses and timing 5. 
prompting antibiotic reviews, and six, identifying barriers to compliance. Use of the aforementioned strategies, for example, closed-loop communication, should help perioperative nurses to safely collaborate with healthcare team members to administer the right medication and dose to the correct patient at the right time and for the right duration. Example of perioperative antibiotic administration focus on necrotizing enterocolitis in neonates. Despite the publication of surgical prophylaxis guidelines, clinicians continue to struggle with aspects of perioperative antibiotic administration, including timing and MDROs. Specifically, clinicians lack data to guide pediatric perioperative antibiotic administration because most current literature focuses on adults, and the adult experience may not translate to pediatric patients. Given the lack of published research focused on perioperative nurses and their AS contributions, this brief discussion of antibiotic administration for necrotizing enterocolitis, NEC, in neonates should provide perioperative nurses with insight into the considerations for and process of optimizing antibiotic treatment for one surgical condition. Necrotizing enterocolitis is an inflammatory disorder of the neonatal gastrointestinal tract that may lead to bowel necrosis requiring emergency surgery. Results of a 2020 literature review with meta-analysis showed that the estimated mortality rate associated with NEC was 23.5%, 95% CI equals 18.5 to 28.8%. The estimated mortality rate for infants with low birth weights, that is, less than 1,000 grams, and who underwent surgery for NEC was 50.9%. 95% CI equals 38.1 to 63.5%. In addition, NEC may negatively affect neurodevelopmental outcomes and contribute to intestinal failure, that is, inability to achieve full enteral feeds at 90 days. Prematurity is the strongest correlator for development of NEC. Therapies for prevention of NEC are limited. Preventative strategies include using standardized feeding protocols in human milk, avoiding anti-reflux medications, and restricting antibiotic prophylaxis to avoid disrupting the early microbiome. Progression to surgery will occur if there are signs of bowel perforation, for example, pneumoperitoneum, or clinical signs of necrotic bowel. Antibiotics are used to prevent bacteremia and peritonitis from the translocation of bacteria across the compromised bowel. In our experience, cultures are rarely obtained during surgical intervention for NEC, although most patients with NEC do not have positive blood cultures. Empiric antibiotics, for example, administered before definitive diagnosis, are a mainstay of treatment. Optimal perioperative antibiotic administration can be challenging in some clinical scenarios, for example, NEC, because the infant may receive antibiotics before surgery. The perioperative nurse may help minimize the risk of acute toxicity from antibiotics by taking an accurate antibiotic allergy history, ensuring adherence to facility-specific perioperative antibiotic guidelines, and performing order verification of medication doses and timing. Perioperative communication with the neonatal ICU staff members should help to ensure a safe and timely continuation 
of antimicrobial treatment. Conclusion Specific guidance for the perioperative nurse on best practices to contribute to AS are not available in the current literature. Although effective AS may appear to be an intimidating challenge, it can improve patient outcomes, including reducing SSIs. Because of the transmissible nature of antibiotic resistance, antibiotics are the only class of medications where use in one patient may affect the clinical outcomes in another. Perioperative AS is therefore a critical patient safety issue. Established nursing responsibilities encompass components to ensure administration of the right antibiotic at the right dose and time for the right duration. Perioperative nurses should have knowledge of AS and feel empowered to lead improvements in the use of antibiotics.